0: Welcome back to Highly Suspect, the Star Wars story by Bad Form Podcast. I'm your host and game master, Ben Frisch, and welcome back for episode four. Welcome back, guys. Hey, everybody. Okay, so a couple things about the last episode. Um, I know I threw you guys a couple easy enemies, including the crate Dragon. You wouldn't expect a crate Dragon to be as easy as it was for you guys, Um, but I promise it will get a little harder. I don't mind. And also, uh, before we start today's episode, I want to get us in the habit of doing an armory system where, when you leave, uh, take one uh, one gun, leave everything else on the ship, and kind of let me know what you're taking with you as yeah. you go out. It doesn't Makes have sense. to be one gun, but just so we can just keep track of for it. Yeah, right. so we know what's going out and what you got. So, uh, last episode, you guys fought a crate dragon. Pretty cool, you guys uh, delivered the sonic emitter to Garvail. He told you about a job in the future where he could actually pay you. Um, but he did also let you know about Gavid's Parts and Repairs being a front for bounty hunters who prey on unsuspecting people with ship problems. Um, people trying to leave Tatooine, and uh, you met them firsthand, Colo. Yinyar and his two of his brothers two oh. of his many brothers and th- these were all of her boys right yeah she's got a lot of boys
1: and that's what she mentioned to Dua and he did not relay to us
0: he did he did you guys I just told kinda, you guys about it yeah you guys just kind of brushed it off
1: no I don't think I don't think so
0: and you got back on your ship took off and let's start with you guys in orbit deciding what you're going to do next so we're making our way
1: to the guest right I think that'd be best I can't see why we wouldn't I mean we'd that being said I mean once we get there then then what 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 do we want from them hmm Cass I don't I don't know about you but first thing that came to mind to me is I, I want to deal with Karana I do hate Karana But I also
2: worry mostly about Nola, and if there's a way that we can stop that ship, that might be the best cause of action to ask.
1: Yeah. We could find where it is, or how it was made, right? How to defeat it.
2: Plus, I bet you Karana's on that ship right now. I'll bet you're right. So that's two for the price of one. But what do we ask about it? It's location. It's a ship, right? It's got to have a weakness. So maybe we right. should ask about that. Because Nola's no, like, not as powerful, I feel like, without that ship. He strong armed his way into the negotiations with that ship.
1: Yeah. Without the, the ship, he, he doesn't really have anything over them, the other
3: syndicates.
2: Exactly. And then we can take our vengeance on Karana.
3: Who is Nola? Oh, boy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Have I got a podcast for you? (laughs) He'd love you.
0: (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, so you guys are wanting to go to the guest then? Yeah, I'll go into
1: the cockpit and set the coordinates for where we're supposed to send the signal from.
0: Yeah. So you uh, reference back to... Um, Tesca Krim's message to you. You find the coordinates, and you head there, and it just takes you out into the middle of unknown territory. Nothing around you to even let you know where you're at.
1: Mm-hmm. While we're we're on the way there, since you mentioned the the armory system, um, I kind of want to do like an accounting of what we have.
0: Yeah. Like do an inventory of all our shit <laughs> do, do you guys want to do that in character or just do it as out outside i i think we do it in character i
1: think we just do a uh one of those scenes from a movie where you pull out the comically large amount of weapons you have on your person and we lay them all out on the table <laughs> start hanging them on and, the walls yeah and, and do any redistribution that needs to happen get it all all out of the way
0: yeah, we'll say that the coordinates to the guest is going to take you way far out. So it's going to okay. be a long ride, and uh, you guys have plenty of time to do whatever you need to on this ship. Cool.
1: All right, so I, I walk out of the cockpit. I go back into our little little kitchenette living space, and uh, I just yell, Inventory! Oh. And I start pulling out my my guns, <laughs> and I'll, <laughs> I'll pull out my ornate slug thrower and my uh i have the dragon eye now right Cass? yeah you do yeah so the dragon eye and that and then i have a light blaster pistol and then whatever i grabbed off of kodo net god damn it colo whatever i grabbed off of colo
3: i turned to Cass and i asked does he do this often yeah all the time actually does he just want to
2: look at them or uh Garrick is a, a strange tiny creature. He, um, he loves guns and destruction and
1: boots that fly. Participate while you talk about me. And I gesture to the open sections of the table.
3: I put my Vibrosword and my OK-98 on the table and say, okay, I'm done. I'm put the put uh, the Precision
2: X Marksman rifle on the table, and then I'll put the um, Nova Viper on the table. I'll also put the... um, What else I got here? The shock glove, which is still on my hand. I'll just, like, show you. Mm -hmm. As well as the, like, rocket shooter that's on my wrist. I'll be like, do I have to take these off, Garrick?
1: No, of course not. I don't think you even know how.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I do sleep in this. That's why Mandalorians don't take their armor off. We don't (laughs) understand how they come off.
1: That's perfect. Um... So, what could you uh, explain the OK 98 to me?
3: Yeah, it's a uh, ranged heavy, uh, kind of shaped and sized like a submachine gun. Um, and what's and your. It's got a cool mod that you can do. Like, it sort of has two battery packs, and you can link them together. But when you do that, there's a chance that it might explode in your hands. That's badass.
1: That's super badass. And you got that at the armory on Tatooine?
3: No, I actually dug this up from the corpse of the guy that the crate dragon ate. Oh, <laughs>
1: Right. Okay.
3: Lovely. Isn't that your favorite, Tim? Oh yeah, it's my favorite. No, oh, it's like the only one that I actually know the name of all the way. Um, I'll go ahead and throw it into Discord so you can marvel at how cool it looks. Oh fuck yeah, that's Sweet. awesome.
1: All right, and then Cass, go go through your long ass list one more time.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so I got a uh, I've got that new rifle that I got, the Precision X Marksman Rifle. And then I've got. Um,
1: and where where did you get that one?
2: I just bought that from uh, what's his name that we saw on Tatooine.
1: And so that'll be ranged heavy. Yeah. Right. Ranged heavy, and then what kind of kind of damage are you putting out? What kind of range you got there? I didn't write that one down. Oh, we'll, we'll figure it. out It's a later. sniper rifle. At it's least. Dope though. Yeah.
3: So yeah, at least long, maybe extreme. Yeah. And then what? What? What else? Uh,
2: I also have the Nova Viper that also has the. Um, the silencer on it and, that and that's is, your range light that's my range light mm-hmm. then i have the shock glove and then i have the rocket like wristband mm-hmm. that, that many i many shoot stim packs have? out of uh <laughs> i've got five flanchettes I've got five flanchettes i've got two left of the um what are those ones that i got that are like uh the camino um darts kyber and, darts yeah. yeah And then I've got it's I think shit. Four stim packs That I had made Into like
1: Darts left And then your Your shot glove And then my shot glove That's That's everything
2: I
0: think that's oh, un- all about- mean it's
2: It says I have a scatter Like it says I have a scatter gun Eight gauge But I think I lost that
0: No it was always on the
2: ship You never took it out <laughs> Okay then It's always It's always been on the ship I've never taken it out
1: See this is why we do inventory Sorry <laughs> Um, what what about your skills? Um, how are you with blasters? I asked Dua, and I'm asking for your actual stats here. (laughs) Uh.
3: (laughs) Well, I've got three agility, and I've got one brawn. (laughs) I mean, Sorosub wasn't the most dangerous place, and my brother and I got into some trouble, but, uh, I at least know my way around a blaster. Heavy blasters, light blasters? Heavy blasters, mostly. And what about your your sword there?
1: Uh, No offense, it didn't look like you were (laughs) super
3: familiar with it. Well, when working in ship design, I didn't have to decapitate people that often.
1: Right, so you could say I am a little bit out of practice. I mean, I'm also no good with them. Uh, So I say you hold on to that. And if you like your your OK-98, that's... That's your loadout, I guess.
2: Oh, I forgot one more thing. And then I put it on the table, and it's just a broken lightsaber. Oh, oh! <laughs> do his eyes just sort of latch onto it? It doesn't work, <laughs> but it's real fun to carry around.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you want to carry that around now that we know the kind of bounty they're putting on people with certain abilities? I don't know that it behooves us well anymore. Garrick I guess that's
2: why we're doing inventory isn't it I
1: know ex- exactly yeah um so maybe let's not carry that one around but then again it's valuable I don't I don't know um well here's the deal other than that i mean what are what are you planning on keeping keeping on you I'm gonna keep obviously
2: most of everything on me I'll probably leave <laughs> the precision marksman rifle unless we have a job that we have to do and that Scattergun.
1: Mm-hmm. So I'll keep the pistol, yeah, the
2: shot glove, and the rockets. I'm gonna as, as well as the darts.
1: Yeah, well those are those are carry-ons. They're it's really easy. easy. I'm just gonna hold on to my dragon eye and the slug thrower. I think if anybody wants the rest of mine, have at it. It's just a yeah. So a couple heavy blaster pistols and
0: yeah. And also, you bought that gene lock. put on your dragon eye reaper and i bet you tim could do that
1: yeah and uh hey dua. check check this out and i'll slide you the i'll slide you the gene lock and the i want it on the dragon eye right i don't feel like you put a gene lock on a slug throw that's crazy and then i'll slide you the the dragon eye after um what do you think can you put this on you're supposed to be a smart one right
3: i can definitely put that on but this is explosive right yeah. Okay, I'll work on this in the hold. <laughs> Appreciate that. I'm
1: going to st- Okay, we put Dua uh, Did we put you in We have
3: four rooms.
1: We Where put did in in
3: cage. No, I I refuse to be put in the okay. cage. You're going yeah, into well, the cage, kid. I will uh, No, no, he's
1: he's fine. He can You can have the other room. I say we make the turn the prison into our armory for now. Put everything in there we can actually lock it up, double secure. What do you think about that? I mean, that
3: works for me. I mean, I'm just going to keep my guns on me because I only have the two. Hey, not yet, bud. <laughs> <laughs> do you pick these things up.
1: Yeah, they they kind of find their way to you, no matter what. Um, I'm gonna start grabbing armfuls of my guns and taking them there and just we'll just say we'll magnetically fix them to the wall it'll be awesome
3: yeah and I'll go ahead and install that gene lock awesome thank you uh, how difficult is it going to be
0: all right Tim how fast do you want to do it <laughs> do you want to impress slow or do you want or do you want to do it as slow and since it's explosives I think I want to be careful <laughs> thank God. so you're going like
1: when working with high explosives, yeah, I think so.
0: Okay, well then uh, just do it uh, medium difficulty for me.
1: And by the way, he said he's doing it in the cargo hold, so if there's an explosion in our ship while we're in hyperspace, no one will get hurt.
3: Yeah. Except for no him. one except for me, yeah? <laughs> yeah. All right, so I got one success and two advantages. Okay, one success, two advantages. Uh, can it have my fingerprints as well Just stored on it just in case
0: That's a real ballsy move Are you going to tell Garrick
2: Yeah Yeah I'll tell him <laughs> That's a good step In the right
3: direction that's not what Karana would do So yeah I take it up to Garrick And I say um, alright I finished There you go uh, Just in case of emergencies um, I put my code on it as well uh, But it's it's yours it's your gun I look at you dubiously
1: I say, thank you. I take it, do a cool little spin, put this, this is the one on my hip, my uh, slug throw is on my back, like a rifle, because it's, it's long, yeah. It's so, <laughs> it's so cute. Um, I go to, you know, I press my finger or whatever to the gene lock
0: and see if it works, yeah, you press it and it glows uh, green, in your hand. All right, and we can change the color if you want.
1: No, oh, no, this is this is cool.
0: I'm gonna say that it took you about an hour and a half to put it on with, with the slow roll. We'll call it. <laughs> For slow well, time.
3: as long as I didn't <laughs> explode. <laughs>
1: um, I I returned to. I mean, I was just sitting in the pilot seat. I think
0: just yeah. watching. So I was looking in the books while you guys were talking for an item that you guys got a long time ago, like a really long time ago. It was like a com scanner, where if you knew somebody's comm, you could track them down anywhere. You got it from the warden's office. <laughs> of course, oh, we did, I don't Garrick.
1: That at all? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well then. For now, let's say it remains covered and dusty under a table somewhere until <laughs> I remember until I remember what it is and we find it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess we
0: could inventory our like medical
1: supplies and food stuffs, but we haven't oh, really paid attention to those as of yet.
2: I mean, I did do all of my stim packs into darts so I can shoot them at you people.
1: Um also we have boxes full of credits, right? Just one big box. One big box? I feel like we should put that into a bank or something. I uh, don't
3: know. Okay. <laughs> Come on, man. Do you really trust the banks in a time of regime change just, like this? Good point. Yeah, it's just just good lock point. it in the just lock it in the armory.
1: Yeah. Money goes in the armory too. And uh could you take your knowledge of the, the gene lock you just used to build us a nice lock for our armory? That's a, yeah.
0: You can totally replicate the fingerprint scanner and just put that on the door and match it to the three of you only yeah and
1: uh, block off all the vents and shit no crawling in
0: yeah also uh, we need to talk about uh, Mo- little Movac.
1: yeah what's up
0: so I'm just gonna say while you're on your way you step in and I step into your room Movac's original room yeah little where- Movak's room now my room yeah and I'm gonna say that We'll just say that you've been giving him food. Yeah. On and oh. off, just throwing him in, just I
1: don't eat a lot, so every time we eat, I just give him whatever. Yeah.
0: Um, it's empty and Lil Movak's growing pretty fast. And he's already getting a lot of color on him. Is he as big as me? He's getting as big as you. Shit.
1: So it's not a banjo and Kazoie. It's anymore. a it is
0: reverse banjo <laughs> <laughs> and kazooie. Okay. Huh? That's problematic. You're gonna be the furry creature on his back.
1: Oh, oh no! Now you can ride <laughs> on it. Um, are they flightless birds? Oh no! Oh god! What am I gonna do about this this board?
0: He um, kind of bird clucks up to you, his head bobbing, and he and just brushes up against you.
1: I I smile at him
0: he's almost at eye level at this point
1: point. and i uh trying hard not to think about the, the sad shit i think i'm just gonna snap a little pic of him and can i anonymously send it to to adar
0: so we didn't talk about this i know and i didn't want to he was supposed to meet you at the landing pad where your ship was but he wasn't there oh uh... It's because I, I white fanged him, right? Yeah. I said,
1: get away from me. Go on. Go on, get. Yeah. It's safer that way. So it's a good thing he didn't show up. He's listening. Yeah. He's so, alive. He's safe.
0: He's safe. Uh,
3: Duo walks by and goes, what the hell is that thing? Oh, uh,
1: I snap out of it. <laughs> Thinking about him not going there at the thousand-yard stare past Movak and I, I go. This is um, this Movak, and uh, he's a he's a flutter plume. Our our yeah, that's all I feel like saying right now. <laughs> and I
0: I give Dua some food to give to to Movak. <laughs> And you walk out? Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking about Codonez Staring at the floor. You're thinking about Ren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, sorry. Ugh.
1: Fucking downer.
0: Yeah, it's going to get so much worse.
1: I closed the, the app I had open to send the, yeah. <laughs> the message.
3: Well, I mean, as long as it stays in the room, I guess that's fine. I'm uh, gone, by the way. <laughs> I like it better, so it better if Dua's be-
2: just saying that to himself.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to rationalize it. Like, it's gonna be okay. It's yeah, fine. he's just super nervous about. It. He's like, you
2: know, well, if it's yours and you take care of it, then <laughs> then it-, it won't murder you in your sleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it aggressively um, starts to peck at the ground near your feet, Dua, and you just close the door and walk away.
3: Yeah, just <laughs> just pretend that didn't even happen. <laughs>
0: but yeah, is there anything else that needs to happen before we we move on? I I think that concludes our inventory. Right? Yeah, I didn't I don't think that I know of
2: anything else that we should that needs accounting for.
3: Uh do you have any Stimpaks, Colin? Um my chart says 4. So I'm like sure that
2: lot. you still have all of those cuz I've been shooting you.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yours
0: are way cooler. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, as long as we have some, I'm I'm happy. Oh yeah. You got some, some tradition.
0: Well if that's it, um as you're just walking around the ship, you the ship gives you a, a a notification saying that you're almost to your destination and you head back up to the cockpit. Look out and the star streams uh, come back and into normal view and You are out in the middle of nowhere. No uh, distinguishing space landmarks, no sun, no anything really. Just out in the middle of nowhere. And you reference back to Tezka's note and you find the uh, transmission code that you need to broadcast for the guest to to come to you.
1: I go over the intercom and say, uh, all right, we're here.
3: You guys ready? I wanna come back up to the front and just wait in the co-pilot seat.
2: And I'm gonna I'm gonna stand in that like little area that there's the door and I'm just gonna be having a drink and I'm just gonna nod to you.
1: I nod back and I uh I've already got the the codes keyed in and I'll just go ahead and click send.
0: So the transmission goes up. The three of you silently wait in the cockpit, just watching for whatever's going to happen next. A few minutes pass, nothing. Then out of hyperspace, a Baleen-class heavy freighter appears over your ship. And the three of you watch as it passes over you and you begin to get pulled in by a tractor beam. And the Baleen-class freighter is the same one that Han and Chewie used in the force awakens oh
1: cool okay it's got a
0: big open hanger mouth and dragging behind it are large cargo containers that kind of make almost like a lattice work pattern following behind the ship and as you're being pulled in you can tell that this one is much much nicer than hans in the force awakens every panel is a pearl white with every crack and space between panels glowing like a neon blue. And your ship touches down. You look out into the hangar to see a huge collection of every type of droid you can imagine working on the ship. You see pod droids, R-series of every type, IGs, HKs, just about everything is in here. And out front, approaching your ship, and I'm going to Forgive me if I don't pronounce it right. A uh, 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 Chagrian? I always thought... A chagrian?
1: Chagrian, but I don't chugrian? know why I thought that. a so Masamita?
0: Yeah, Masamita's race. I'm going to say Chagrian. Chugri- ch- chagrian. We'll say Chagrian. Somebody will correct us. Yeah, somebody correct us, please. <laughs> um, and they're just humanoids with long horns coming out of the top of their head. And horns coming out of two tentacles that rest on their shoulders. Um, Light, powder blue skin. And like you said, the most famous one is Masamita. The Emperor's like main right-hand man. Blue guy. He's
1: got like Laku, but horns coming out of them, right? Yeah. But he
0: is waiting for you at the front of your ship. With two IG units by his side. And they look loaded up. So I think f-
3: that's probably him, right? I
1: I guess so. Um I think for once Garrick is like we're we're outgunned here, uh and I'm going to take my my blaster and my slug thrower
0: off and leave them in the cockpit. Is anybody else going to leave their weapons?
3: Well, seeing Garrick do it, yeah, I think I also just unstrap. I <laughs> uh, seeming the least amount of threatening seems like the move. I'll leave the Nova Viper and I'll just forget that I had the other stuff.
0: (laughs) Cause that sounds like something Cass would do. He's like, what? It was strapped to my wrist. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So then we just get a shot of the ramp lowering and the three of you walking down and meeting him. And he looks very confused to see you.
3: Um, hello, Mr. The guest, uh, I, uh, Garrick, is surprised that Duo was
1: the one to talk, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just kind of, huh? okay. <laughs> uh,
3: um, we heard that if we ask you questions, uh, you could answer them.
4: The broadcast code you transmitted—it does not belong to you.
1: It's, uh, we were given it by Teska Krim.
0: He, looking down at you, and you notice that he has these uh, this white cloak, and that goes down to the floor, and under it, black body armor, just shining metallic. Stop! Just, this well, is too cool. He's really cool.
4: Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, the last time
3: we ever saw this race was Masamita, and he's just the lamest piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, can't
1: he looks even like kill a himself, right? Mixed with yeah.
0: <laughs> avatar character. But this guy stands about a foot taller than all of you. Um, he's literally looking down his nose at all of you, just a deep frown on his face.
1: We were, um, we were told you could answer questions for us for a price.
0: He huffs, and then motions his droids to walk in formation next to you, the three of you. And he turns and waves his arm in a follow-me motion.
3: Oh, thank God. I thought we'd have to impress him or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But he begins to lead you further and further into the ship. You pass more droids, some you've never seen before, some you know to be very, very old and can't believe that they're even still functioning models. But after a long, silent walk through the ship, he leads you to a small... Empty white room with a couple of seats, and he motions for you to step inside.
1: I wait for Cass do to go in first. I'm gonna,
2: I'm gonna, I'll lead the way, boys. I'll go in.
1: Huh, I follow.
4: Before you are permitted to meet the guest.
3: That's so embarrassing. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. Uh, Dua just sort of sits down and puts his head in his hands. Just, god
4: damn it. I will have to contact Tezka Krim and confirm your story with her. That, and I will be looking into your backgrounds. Hope I do not find anything incriminating.
1: Is this revenge? Is this this you doing when I said, oh, who is she? (laughs) Now you're just pulling one on me, so I feel like an ass? Damn
0: it. And, um... He waits for you all to go in. The door closes, and you guys are just sitting in a very bright, bright room.
3: Uh, Can I do a perception check just to see if I spot any surveillance devices?
0: I'm going to say you don't even have to, because this room is just one big surveillance room. (laughs) Just a camera in every corner, a camera at the door all the walls the three but view. the
1: door are like just the one way glass yeah. <laughs> obviously um I s- feels uncomfortable can I dim yeah, my yeah. visor
2: like is there a way in my helmet that I can like make it into sunglasses
1: I think it kind of already, already is, is. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah but can
2: I get darker <laughs>
1: <laughs> I turn to that's to all I want Cass, and, I, and I say uh, did you notice Dua thought that was the guest.
2: (laughs) To be fair, I kind of did too, Garrick.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, me too, but... (laughs) Yeah, no, me too.
0: Dua just looks at the floor. (laughs) I'm glad you feel as awkward as you do, because that's what I was going for in making this a very... Awkward, overly formal meeting that you couldn't have prepared for in a million years.
1: Yeah.
2: I wonder what Owen Laga's doing right now. Did we kill him? Uh, he's gotta he fried be fried mis-
1: his he fried his larynx,
2: didn't you? Yeah, I mean, like, he's probably like voiceless in a jail or something, right? He can't be the guest. Oh, I don't think
1: we know the guest. Do you actually Cass, did I ever tell you it was the warden? The warden was with Karana on that ship. Yeah, out of all the people. yeah, He was all cybernetic out from what we did to his eyes. What you did to his eyes? What did you do to his eyes? Wait, whose eyes? Who's the warden? Just the kind of things that lead to you getting them replaced with cybernetics.
3: Yeah, listen, kid, have you ever been to prison? No, definitely (laughs) not. (laughs) You wouldn't get it. Well, it's like well, they always say in prison. The first day, you just got to rip out the warden's eyes. <laughs> you got to rip out the warden's yeah. eyes, kid.
1: <laughs> you'll, uh, you'll get your chance in prison pretty soon, I, I bet. You can get there pretty often. Huh. Uh, and then can we cut another five minutes forward and it's devolved into chaos Yeah, and pounding on the glass? Yeah. Derek's <laughs> <laughs> flying Absolutely. around in
2: his boots trying to see if there's a way yeah. out of the ceiling.
1: Yeah. I'm flying in a circle trying to turn back time.
0: (laughs) I want to cut back and say that there were complimentary drinks. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So while you guys are going crazy, I'm fine. (laughs) So what you thought was five minutes was really about 30. And you're pounding on the one-way mirror. And behind you, you hear the door open. you turn to see the Shagrian standing there menacingly. His deep frown looks a little angrier now.
1: We were wondering if there would be more drinks. I go sit down, ashamed.
0: (laughs) He extends his hand to come back out into the hallway.
1: I, uh, I wait for Cass to lead. I'll do it again. I'll go. I'll lead the way.
0: I'll single handedly walk us through every door in this ship. Cass, you just kind of following behind him, you can see him scrolling through his data pad of every mugshot you've ever had, of every single one of you, just records upon records upon records, like stuff that. How, how does he even have this? Yeah.
1: I don't see that because I'm too short.
0: Can honestly. I make a comment to him? Because he's <laughs> looking through one of mine and I go,
2: Oh, that was a really good picture of me. Do you have the story on how that one happened? He doesn't say a
0: word.
1: Oh, shit. And-
0: <laughs> but he takes you into one final room. The room is dim. The only real light source comes from the walls. And... Every inch of them have these sort of pods holding droid units, and the pods themselves are emanating a dull greenish-yellow light. And across the room from you, you see a sort of welder's torch illuminating the face of an Athorian working on an astromech that's spread across a very large metal desk. You follow the Shagrian, getting closer and closer to this Authorian. And when you finally see him, you notice that he's very, very old. He has hair coming off of his eyelids and down his chin. He looks very frail and he's hunched over this astromech, just tinkering away. And as you approach, he stops working on the droid and he sits down at his chair and he slowly raises his eyes up to the three of you.
1: We are the crew of the highly
0: suspect. And we hear that you know things. The chagrin looks almost embarrassed by the way you're speaking to him. And he goes and stands next to the guest. But the guest has like this almost joyful look in his eyes. You can tell he's just enjoying the informality you've brought with you.
3: Do a bow at the guest. <laughs>
1: The guest hates Dua now. Dua, what are uh-huh. you
0: doing? The chagrin
4: rolls his eyes and sort of bellows. If you have a request for the guest, speak it now.
1: Uh, um, we we have a, a couple questions. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, Tezka was uh, loose about... Uh, sh- she didn't give us a lot of information about the pricing um, I think we're curious about what we need to do in return. First, Garrick looks at the chagrin and looks back down, just like I did to you just now, because you intimidate me. Yeah, and just it's like he does.
4: <laughs> and it's only the chagrin speaking. That depends on the difficulty of your request. Now, please state the purpose of your visit.
1: I I look up at Cass shrug and uh, say uh, we're we need to know how to defeat Nola the Hutt's new starship
0: the authorian kind of sits there for a moment and then he pulls out a drawer He pulls out a very long drawer, so long that you can see it standing on the other side. And it has uniform data cards that he begins to run his fingers over. And he pulls one out and he hands it to the chagrin. The chagrin pulls out his data pad and plugs it it in and begins to read it. Just more silence and more awkwardness (laughs) in the room.
4: The guest asks... In exchange for the information you seek, you will bring him a relic of the Old Republic, the duck Tavis Holocron, a priceless relic of the Jedi Order. The Holocron was stolen during the conflict between the Mandalorians and the Jedi, and was reported to be taken to a Mandalorian listening post in the Vestar Sector. The guest asks that you find this artifact before we continue this conversation.
1: Um, works works for me. I look at Dua. No, look at
0: Cass. Dua bows again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing that.
0: The authorian chuckles. <laughs> Do we um?
1: come back to the same coordinates to meet after it's done
0: um he the shagrian walks over to one of the walls with the pods of droids and he plugs the same data card into a slot and one of the doors opens up and a purple and black t3 unit rolls out to just the center of this room
3: do they even make t3s anymore because like i thought it was just in kotor
0: Nope. Uh, T3 unit is basically the astromech from the old Republic days. And he
4: motions towards the T3 unit. This T3 unit has intimate knowledge of the listening post and will help guide you to the outpost. Any further instruction will be given to you through this droid.
1: Very, very well.
4: And one last thing. The guest asks that all of his droids come back in one piece. So, please take care of it.
1: Garrick gets nervous. <laughs> Garrick bows. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Anything else? So, we're totally going to put that droid in the weapons locker, right? And just never let it out.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely.
2: No, oh, it's bunking with you, Dua. That's what's going on. You're making sure that doesn't leave
3: your sight. I'm I'm sorry, he's drunk. <laughs> is there anything else? Would do know anything about holocrons?
0: Absolutely not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Blunt.
0: Like I'm even uh like to the point with the lightsaber thing that you wouldn't even really know or understand that.
1: You just like the significance of it is that yeah. it's a lightsaber, that's it. I yeah. don't know what you would do.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think anything Jedi related would just be completely over your head. This is you discovering what the Force is at its base level before you even move into the idea of what a Jedi is.
1: Are you going to ask what a holocron is? Because that would be valuable info.
3: No, I I think uh, like right before leaving, uh, Dua just stands up a little bit straighter and um. So like you saw, there's something different about me and uh, I want to be able to control it better
1: oh man which one of them is more silent right now (laughs) (laughs) I mean he did say uh, our conversation will continue then
0: (laughs) yeah I assume this is like an out the door question yeah so You ask that, and the authorian makes a very deep, guttural chuckle, and then waves his hand, and the door behind you opens towards the exit.
3: Hey, Tim. I I understand. And then Dua just fast walks
0: out. Do you get the hint? (laughs) (laughs) Give me a perception check, Tim. With a force die.
1: Wait, wait, wait. I'll do a perception check with the force die. I get the hint.
0: All right. How difficult? Against, uh, let's say, hard. (laughs) Two threats. (laughs) Two threats? Okay. You just assume he opened the door with some sort of motion activation... Or you just were so nervous you didn't realize uh, the hand motion.
1: I think Garrick's still, like, on his knees, uh, mouth agape. Just kind of... uh, uh, And then looks back, sees Dua's gone, and scampers off, too.
3: Yeah, Dua did not get that that was the Force, like, at all. He just thought it was a little theatrical hand wave to open the door. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it didn't click that it was the Force.
1: That's so funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. And uh, what about the what about our new buddy? Our, our oh, the T3. little T three
0: unit is actually already on its way to your ship, in the three before Duo even goes. Yep.
1: Yeah, sounds about right. Um, did they repair our ship while we were talking?
2: They have so many droids. They might as well. It'd only be. Curties. It would help
1: them out. Yeah, they got plenty. of Okay, it was yeah. offensive
0: to them just sitting in the hangar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you guys give me a destiny point, yeah, absolutely. I'll give you a destiny point. I've got two so you didn 't even realize one. how long you had actually been in that room, and it was long enough that all of these droids in the in the hangar area had come together and started fixing your ship, getting panels realigned using the uh the arms to lift up your ship, and your landing gear is stiff but fixed. They painted it graphite and gold again. Absolutely not. They don't have that. It's blue and white now, baby. (laughs) 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 Got to change my armor color. (laughs) But yeah, and the droid just helps himself and rolls up into your ship. And we will continue this next time. Thank you all for listening. If you like what you heard, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for updates on Highly Suspect in Bad Form. In case you weren't aware, we actually have a second series up on our website called Plausible Deniability. It's another Star Wars actual play ran by Tim Kamey and set in the Age of Rebellion era. So please feel free to go check that out. Our theme song is Far Apart by Airglow. And all of our background music was created by Alex Kahneman of TV Magic. Edge of the Empire is owned by Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Until next time, may the Force be with you.